Nobody warns you about the potential relationship pitfalls that occur after the arrival of children. You may seem prepared with the nursery items, daycare options, and the state-of-the-art crib, but have you prepared for the added stressors to your relationship? Hi, I'm Miranda, a Gottman-trained couples therapist. And I'm Aaron. I work in the financial industry, and Miranda and I have been partners for over 20 years. And we've had our fair share of ups and downs ourselves sure after have. becoming parents. Join us as we sit with couples sharing their experiences of how love has changed since the transition of children. Whether you are trying to conceive, currently pregnant, already have children, or experience loss and infertility, this podcast will showcase authentic, real couples, just like yourself, who are navigating love after lullabies. I will also share communication tips and tricks from my experience of working in private practice for over 10 years in the state of Oregon that can help maintain and even improve your relationship. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you get something out of today's episode. Today. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Hello. We are super excited today for our show. We are interviewing Jillian and Nathan. They live in Tennessee, and it was kind of like instant friends. Yeah, yeah, it was really fun talking with them. I I had met Jillian through one of the podcast community Facebook groups, and, you know, she reached out after one of my posts and said that she wanted to share their love story, which she said was pretty unique in that she is legally blind and just navigating their relationship and yeah it was it was really lovely to chat with them we had a good time yeah uh during this episode they they talk about something Miranda and I are also very passionate about love languages let's talk about how they're they're raising their kids to identify those and that was one of my favorite parts of this of this interview and it really uh hit home for me yeah for sure it was really lovely to hear not only how they foster their own love languages within their relationship but also how they're you know, that's trickling down to their children and making sure that their their kids feel loved despite having different love languages than, than themselves and also between between all four of them. Yeah, I mean, we, we talk about that often with our kids and, and how awesome is it that we get to raise our kids and, and Nathan and Jillian will be able to raise their kids to have this emotional intelligence mm. that I think we all we all wish we had when we were kids. So, yeah, very yeah. cool. Yeah, and uh, also for you ladies out there, Jillian is the CEO, and she offers holistic hormone health coaching uh, for women, which is like fantastic. She's lovely. She's got a, she's a wealth of knowledge, um, and she's also an on-site massage therapist. She offers yoga and dance classes. So um, if you're in the Tennessee area, <laughs> yeah, check her out. Yeah, I think in, in, during the interview she'll talk about. How to find her. And I'll leave some stuff in the show notes as well, some links to her Facebook page and her, her website if you wanted to look deeper into that. Right on. Well, enjoy the show. Uh, first yeah. and foremost, I'd like to see your t-shirt. Is this a unicorn and... Deadpool. Deadpool. Nice. I like that. <laughs> Very awesome. Well, thanks so much for being on on the show. This is exciting. I know um, Jillian and I have connected via Facebook um, through other podcasting groups, and it's been really cool to see some of the work that you've done, which um, would love to get into, you know, at the at the end so you could put a little plug in. Um, 
But yeah, it sounds like you guys have a pretty unique relationship story. Yes, I think I think that would be yes. <laughs> well, we'd love to hear more about it. Yeah, I see you guys two kids aged um, what was it, ten and eight? Ten and seven. Almost eight. Seven. She'll be, okay. She'll be eight. Um, January the eighth. Yeah. So. Okay. Nice. Nice. Wow. Which is like pretty similar to our our kids aged, we have a eight and a five-year-old. So a little bit, okay. um, yeah. but yeah, similar um, challenges, I'm sure that <laughs> we get to experience. Yes. <laughs> well, um, tell us a little bit about you guys and how you met and a little bit of background of your relationship. First, Nathan had a question. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, is this family friendly? Like, do I need to watch my language? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, that's a great okay. question. <laughs> We uh, we swear a lot as well, so okay. you're, you're in good company. <laughs> okay. okay, just making sure. I, I didn't want to be like, okay, well, you know, please stop saying the F word all the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, we just have we have these conversations with our kids somewhat frequently. Like, like it's it's swearing is okay, but you have to make sure you hit it at the right moment because if you don't, it's disrespectful, and we don't want to do that to people. So, yeah. and just and funny enough, for as much as we swear, they still don't know what the F word is. They think it's just the F word. They're like, yeah. well, it's the F word. I'm like, well, what is the F word? Like, it's an F word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've had similar conversations of more or less like, okay, mom and dad can say these words, but and like you'll hear you know, your grandparents say these words, but you can't say these words and you definitely can't say them at school. Well, well I, I tell them yeah. like, it's okay because my little, my little, my daughter likes to say them. And I go, did you just, and she goes, oh, I did. And I go, well, it's okay. Just don't at school or I'll get a phone call. So yeah. don't do it at school. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, but they're both very, it's very, because it, she'll say them accidentally, but like, you just said an adult word. She'll be like, oh no. <laughs> and then she won't ever say it again but it's just but like whenever she hears us say it she'll be like you said a dirty word i was like i can say that because i'm an adult <laughs> yeah that's right i thought the f word was fart because <laughs> my mom could not stand that and still that, doesn't and still yeah. can't and so for the longest my kids thought the f word was fart and so i kept telling them i was like no it's not and you can say fart as long as all you want and definitely say it around jacko <laughs> Nice. Um, but they but they have recently learned their, their true word. <laughs> yes. Miranda goes around and is like, no, it's toot. Just say toot. Fart just sounds yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, okay. So you're on the same page yeah. as my mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like her mom would be like, it's poot. It's poot. You say poot. poot. That's a fun one. <laughs> I like fun. that. <laughs> so how so how do we meet? Yeah. Um, well, okay, so we actually went to high school together, um, but did not know each other. We didn't run in the same circles, but we were both in the band. He played the tuba, and I was on the color guard, And um, but he was two years older than me. And I Still was, am. Oh, yeah, he's <laughs> but um, I was like the shy little blind girl in the corner, and so we didn't really know each other, and then in college, um, he, you know, that's when Facebook was just for college students, you know, before oh, yeah. it got huge. Mm -hmm. And so he reached out because he found my profile and recognized my picture. I was like, oh, I remember her. And so he sent me a message and was just like, hey, uh, do you want to go get lunch sometime? 
And I promptly said no, because <laughs> I didn't know him. I was like, yeah. no, who are you? Who are you? What? What? No, random dude. No going out with you. Um, so we like messaged each other um, on Facebook. It wasn't even Messenger back then. It was, I don't even know what it was. But we did that for like a week or so. And then, um, and then we went on our first date. Um, but it was interesting because he... So, do you want to go now? He didn't remember. I didn't know she was blind. Yeah, he didn't know I was blind. Like, mm -hmm. he didn't know he's the only person in the whole entire high school that did not know. And so, he texted me before our date, and I couldn't read it because this was before technology was awesome. Mm -hmm. And so... I just messaged him on Facebook. I was like, hey, if you want to talk to me, please just call. I can't, I don't see very well, so I can't read the text messages. Mm -hmm. And so I thought that was blunt enough. You know, mm -hmm. I don't see very well. Uh -huh. But then the day of our date, he texts me, or no, he No, he I replied, I Facebook oh. replied oh, you and said <laughs> in, in the most chivalrous way possible that you could ever think of of like, uh, I, I can't remember the exact wording, but it was along the lines. Well, I'm assuming your ears work fine. I, I will. <laughs> I'll just give you a call, thinking that she was in. And so in my head, I was like, "Oh, she's just being a smartass, being like, wow. don't text and ask me out on a date, idiot. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. call me, do it the old-fashioned way. Like, uh -huh. so I was like, oh well, assuming your ears work fine, you know. <laughs> if you haven't picked up by now, I'm extremely sarcastic, and yeah. So, so yeah, so at that point, I was just like, oh. You and then, like the first time we met, like we, you know, he he messaged me and he was like, "So hey, where did you park?" Yeah, I'll meet you at your car. <laughs> and I was like, "What? No, he doesn't know." And so I start freaking out. I was like, "He doesn't know. I can't say." And so I call my mom. I'm like, "Mom, he doesn't get it. What do I do?" Oh. And so I we meet like in the campus because I was like, I, "I'll just come to you." And so I'm walking across. And then he walks across, and apparently he's waving at me, and of course I don't see it. And then he walks up and goes, Jillian? And I go, Nathan? And he goes, yes. And I go, I'm blind. Do you still want to go out? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. <laughs> okay, and just for visual thing, she okay, okay, she doesn't, or at that time she didn't use a cane. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, I didn't. So it was like, it wasn't like, I saw some obvious, yeah. it wasn't you know, blatantly obvious. And so she was like, I'm blind. Do you still want to go out with me? I was like, mm -hmm. well, yeah. Of <laughs> course, <laughs> what was I going to say? Be like, no. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, blindy, let's, you know, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I only, I only date the sighted. I see, you know, see you later. You know. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You can cut that one out. <laughs> oh no, 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 that's going in. Dang it. But he he was a gentleman from then yes. on. Well, for, well, you know, while we were in the honeymoon phase. Um he was well, no, maybe not. No, maybe I was I, I never no, I never hid who I was. So. <laughs> but um, I was a sarcastic jackass from day one, so yeah. even before day the, the first date apparently. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, but then, uh, you know, we kept dating, so everything went well. But it was funny because he went to, he was in a band at the time he played bass. And after our first date, he went to band practice, which all his bandmates were from high school. And so um, they, they were all talking. He's like, yeah, so I went out on a date with 
with Jill Shelton. And I'm like, oh, how did that go? And he goes, did you know she was blind? And they all were like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh. Oh, oh okay. Well, but anyway, but, so, but it was cool because we've had actually lots of connections between like then, like we dated siblings and then like siblings had crushes on us and like all these like little connections up until so we, we feel like we're destined for each other yeah yeah so um it was just like right out of high school that you guys met or was it like a few years out as our, well, it, it was my last year of college so oh, okay. it was 2007 so that's kind of fun like coming back yeah. together like that's that's a good a fair amount of time away from high school too mm-hmm. to like yeah. find find each other and and start dating that's pretty fun Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the connection was strong, and it it's worked out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so far, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as long as she behaves. <laughs> well, we've had, of course, our ups and downs, mm-hmm. and um, very lucky that my parents um, they're really good role mod- role models. And my dad, he didn't sugarcoat anything. He was like, you know, this is lust. And love happens when, you know, shit hits the fan and you stay, you know, like, so, um, and he told Nathan similar things like, you know, he's like, marriage is a roller coaster and you've got the ups and the downs and, you know, you, you fly high and enjoy the ups and you, 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 you ride the highs and you survive the lows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like different phases of the marriage. And if you have kids, I mean, you understand, like, you know, you have a different phase of, you have the pre-kids and then you have when they're certain ages, like, you know, we're kind of coming out of this, you know, newborn to like 10 years old where it's like their needs are completely different. We're about to go into like teenagers to where their need, where they're going to be discovering their own independence and us having to back away as parents and letting them, you know, as, you know, my parents more had a, a kind of backing away approach of just kind of like, is my dad's favorite uh, phrase was like, you know, like, like any time I screwed up was like, you know, well, what'd you learn? Mm, like, yeah. Hey, don't do that. It was like, okay, I'm going to sit here and watch you do it and hurt yourself. And then like, you know, well, okay, you're okay. You're not dying. What'd you learn from that? Yeah. So it's like, we're having, so we're now having to, you know, we're transitioning into that period of like knowing when to step in and when not to step in and, let them make their own decisions versus of wanting to make the decisions for them. So it's like, and I'm pretty sure our marriage is going to, you know, change as we kind of go through that as well as plus as we're getting older and more and mature and, you know, as we mature, as we get older. So you mentioned in the, um, the form that you sent that there was some big shifts of communication since COVID. Oh, you can go ahead. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I think I think it affected a lot of us, and yeah, it affected everybody. But yeah. it, there's some silver affected, linings there. There are a lot of silver linings, but at the same time, there was a lot of yeah. things that were brought to light by the, those said silver linings. Like for me, and I, you know, this might be getting—I don't know if you have questions later on about this, but I mean, with me, it was like I was out of everything that kind of went on. I was very fortunate. First and foremost, is I worked for a company that very quickly got everyone home, and there was little to no, I mean, there was no disruption in my employment. So that I was extremely grateful for because I, you know, a lot of people like lost their job, you know, or, you know, they went months without, you know, like, you know, even though we, you know, but for Jill, I, you know, we own a, you know, a business. So she had to shut down for, I was it two or three months. And so she was without work, but, I just smoothly transitioned home. Well, smoothly, I say that in quotes because then what happened afterwards was that 
that's when, you know, my un, apparently I have undiagnosed ADHD mm. reared its ugly head was like, you know, all this masking I had been doing for you know, right. see, 20, 20 something years was ripped away and was like, and now you're going to have to face all of this. And so having to deal with that on top of having to deal with, you know, Jill not being able to work on top of our kids being at home 20, and us being in a house 24 seven around each other all the time, not being able to get out. So yes, communication changed a lot with mm -hmm. us. Cause it was just a lot of, I mean, at first it was a lot of like fighting, mm -hmm. like just in, then when we went, cause in the following year we had the kids stayed at home and did school at home and, Lori was in kindergarten at that point. So Jill, um, homeschooled, she homeschooled. So we were dealing with the stress of homeschooling. Yeah. <laughs> Our son who was not enjoying the school from home and cause like he was on the laptop pretty much all day mm -hmm. dealing with that on top of me figuring out what's going on with my brain on top of us having to figure out how to run a business work and juggling all of these things. Of, yeah. And then on, you know, plus not to mention we're, cooped up and sick of each other by this point so it was a lot but what i feel like um helps though is we both see um a counselor and we don't see we see the same counselor but not at the same time if that makes oh sense. interesting okay um so what happens is nathan has his sessions and then i have mine and so sometimes like during my session i can just literally be like i do not understand why his brain is working this way. Like why is, so a big thing with him, with uh, like one of his attachment styles is like to completely shut down. So like during COVID, like mm -hmm. I'm an emotional wreck because I'm a legally blind mother trying mm -hmm. to homeschool and teach my child to read, which did not go well for me. I know there's mm -hmm. awesome blind women and men who are homeschooling parents and they can do it, but for me, I just couldn't. Yeah. But, um, so I couldn't even like go to him with any of my emotions. Um, and she, and, and so it helped having that, that bridge there because she thought, listen, literally his brain cannot process that. And so she would just like teach me about like, okay, this is, was it emotional? What is it? Deregulation. Yeah. She, yeah. she was like, she would just like put these words in my head and like just describe what was going on. And so it was like really awesome to have that bridge. So then she taught us how to communicate better. So like I would then, instead of like going to him and be like, oh, I can't do this anymore. Like just freaking out on him. I would go to him and I'd be like, I'm feeling emotional. Are mm -hmm. you in a space for me to talk to you about this? You know, okay, like, while yeah. I'm like trying to hold back, you know, and he'll and then, then, like learn him learning that he could say no. Mm -hmm. no, I'm not, you know, and mm -hmm. then, be, and then me be okay with that. No. Okay. He's not in the space to do that mm -hmm. right now. Okay. You know, and then coming back later. And so it, it actually helped with just setting up what we just set up boundaries. Is yeah. what we did. We've just set yeah. up really healthy boundaries and uh, we wouldn't have gotten on to how to do that. I don't think without mm -hmm. her, like, cause, mm -hmm. um, but that, that has changed um, our relationship a lot. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah and, it, and like it was like it, it was also teaching me well, like and i i started going to her first and then like i think it was probably about halfway through pandemic or i think it was like 2020 like the summer of 2020 i was just like i was no you know just noticing that like these it was becoming a problem between us and i was just like 
you know, it was like, hey, do you have, or I came to Jill and I was like, hey, do you, would you want to talk to Adrian? Would you want to like go and, you know, maybe sit down and talk to someone? Cause it's just like, I don't think I can be here for you. Cause mm-hmm. I don't know how to, because like, and I, I don't know if it's like, if it's just a man thing or if it's an ADHD thing, or it's like that innate thing to where if she's coming to me with an emotional problem, I'm like, I have to fix it. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And which I would like, the more I say that more people are like, yeah, I'm kind of the same way, but I don't know if that's just like a, just a response thing yeah. but it should be like i'm feeling all these things i feel like well here do this to fix it then mm-hmm. you know, do this right. do this she's like i'm not wanting you to fix it. i just want right. to, you shut up you shut up you mean just listen to i have to get it out mm-hmm. and so adrian like you know that, that's what our therapist was like would tell me be like okay she's feeling these things okay you have to be in this place just to hear them and receive them you don't have to sit here and try to fix her problems mm-hmm. like that's she's going to have to learn how to fix those problems. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you also have to be there and you can't turtle up and just be like, have, you know, you can't sit there and talk to her like you talk to a cop and just looking straight ahead just going, yes, no, yes, yeah. no. Yeah. No, you don't, you know, you have to engage in the conversation of being like, okay, well, how does that feel? You have to empathize. I'm like, okay, what's that? Yeah. And yeah. she's like, okay, well, empathy, you know, she explains what empathy is to me, but I'm still, it's still a foreign notion at times because I'm just like, good yes mm-hmm. <laughs> you are good and great your feelings are valid to yeah three, yeah, yeah. Four, robotic <laughs> yeah I'm, 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 I'm glad you bring that up and for guys i think it's it's very similar i, I know i'm this i was the same way and i've had to work on that and i think it's just it's that pattern and that conditioning that you know we see it from our fathers you know we it's just passes that down and um, i see a therapist as well and i've also mm-hmm. worked on those things where you know it's i don't have to fix it but I do have to offer support and be part of the team, but I don't have to be step in and like correct the problem. And something that I've um, noticed with us and something I share with my couples too, is prefacing beforehand what it is. Like if I come to him and I say, Hey, I just need to vent for a while. Then he knows like, okay, empathy hat. Or if I'm like, Hey, I have something I need to try and figure out. Then he's like, okay, fix it hat. And so he knows going into it and it has alleviated quite a bit of conflict, unnecessary conflict. I don't get to use my fix it hat much anymore. I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's getting a little dusty. Yeah. <laughs> Which is good. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So COVID was like kind of the catalyst for you guys to bring some of these up that were always there, but it offered a stage to kind of work mm-hmm. through and, and get some more tools for you guys. So switch gears a little yeah. bit here. I wanted to ask you guys about, I know you wrote this in your, in your bio um, about your love languages. Yeah. And that's something that we use too. And we talk to our kids about it and um, we, we just, we call it, you know, our buckets, you know, what fills our buckets, what drains our buckets. And so we'd like to hear about that. Yeah. I use it with my kiddos and um, it's funny though, because okay, mine is probably most definitely like top one um, are words of affirmation. And then like second is like quality time. Um, And then Nathan's yours is touch, right? Yes. And then our daughter's is touch. And then my son, his is probably quality time. But uh, it's so funny because like I'll ask uh, my son, I'll be like, okay, you know, where's your love tank right now? And he'll be like, it's about a seven or whatever. And then he'll look at me and he's like, 
is that okay? Am I fine? Are we good? Do, do I need to do something? I'm like, no, nobody. It's okay. I just wanted yeah. to make sure, you know. Um, but my, our daughter, like when I read the book, and he, and the, it's always, it's true. It's like the, some love languages are easier to communicate than mm-hmm. others. Mm-hmm. And so touch is just so easy because with, with Lori, she's like, Mom, I love you. And she just mm-hmm. hugs me for like, five minutes and then she's like bye you know that's our youngest that is absolutely our youngest same (laughs) yeah so i but her and nathan since their love language is similar you know of course they have that connection Mm -hmm. you know um but and then brian does do well about asking he'll be like um i need family time yeah Mm, that's so amazing we, we try to make sure we sit down at least once a week and have one meal all together with my schedule it doesn't always um work i would love okay Um, let me preface i would love for my schedule to be where we could sit down more often but um we do get at least one um Mm -hmm. and it's important when we do sit down is (laughs) brian he'll be like where's dad i was like oh he's using the bathroom he'll be right back are you sure yeah he'll be right back okay and so then nathan will sit down and then brian's like Okay. All right. What are y'all? Okay. Good. We're all <laughs> family. All right. Oh, yeah. that's so sweet. Yeah. So yeah. I, I do love that. And, um, and I, I try to also like allow them to like, just be like an experience and like express their emotions as much mm-hmm. as I possibly can. Um, which that's like a new thing for me. Cause I was raised like not to express emotion like mm-hmm. unless it's happy you know children right. should not right cry or whine or stuff like that so that's something but um but i do notice like when brian is really upset um he's like i just need to come and talk about my feelings and he's just <laughs> that that quality time you know yeah. and so i just sit and i listen and um but i it's again putting on like okay i'm just listening like the venting mm-hmm. hat um, versus the fix it hat and as a mom I want to put on the fix it hat every time you know but um but it is nice that like, I feel like we're doing pretty good pretty good job with that do you agree? yeah, yeah it, well and it's just with like this is the differences between them was like because you know his quality time but it's like l- learning to listen to what he's saying because i mean just for example like today like yesterday and today he's been like hey dad can we play video games together so i'm like hi he's needing quality time. Like he hasn't had that time with me and probably, and he's feeling a little empty. So yeah. So take 30 minutes an hour, play video games with him because yeah, that, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's in 30 minutes to an hour. I, I can set that aside on a, you know, and do that. Mm-hmm. Whereas like with Lori, it's like, if she's needing, you know, touch, I'll be sitting there watching TV. She'll be on her iPad and she'll just come up and she'll just like put her head on like on mm-hmm. my leg. And, that's she'll just keep doing her thing and like she's but she's getting she's right. having that physical touch of mm-hmm. to you know fill her love tank and that's all she needs yeah yeah, yeah. i'm so curious because Jill, jillian you said that your love language was uh words of affirmation your top one and then nathan yours is touch mm-hmm. how how did you guys manage that especially after having young kids yeah, honestly <laughs> that, we're still working oh, yeah. That, yeah. So, um because for like me I have to tell Nathan, I'm like, listen, think of me like, like a symphony. Okay. I need 
every interaction with you to be like, um, okay, now it's time for the woodwinds and now it's time for the flutes. Oh, mm-hmm. but we're not ready for the climax yet. Oh, wait, wait. Okay. Now it's time, you know, like <laughs> yeah. that, kind of like that build up, And I can't just go from like where we haven't, like he hasn't listened to me or like hasn't mm-hmm. said very much, or I don't have that connection through words. Right. And then all of a sudden he's like, touching me and like hey but i need my love language and like Mm -hmm, like, wait a minute wait 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 um so it is it is something we're still we've gotten a lot better i said working well i mean but yeah it's the dynamic of i mean like someone who's needing words of affirmations which is which is emotions and emotional expression from someone who Mm-hmm. is still learning how, who has the emotional range of a nine-year-old still mm-hmm. maybe yeah. i've graduated yeah. up to a 12-year-old i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's but it, so it's like yeah that we've had that dynamic as well of just where as i said like you know you turtled up emotions and then you're like oh i don't know what emotions are well you need mm-hmm. she needs emotions in order to feel you know so it's like i have to kind of even if my tank is empty i have to you know, help fill her tank up and then I, you know, to get my tank filled in return. So, yeah, especially yeah. I've, so. I've seen this a lot with, um, you know, especially if touch isn't a mom's love language with having babies and, you know, cuddle, there's a sense of feeling overtouched and that can get in the way a lot with relationships and it's a big hurdle. <laughs> yeah. And I'm also um, a massage therapist. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Geez, so, yeah. like, I don't like, I'm like, please no one touch me ever, ever again. <laughs> just like, let me right. just like hear it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I get that. So I, I think we, we experienced something a little similar to that where we're both um, acts of service, but I think you have words of affirmation too, where mm-hmm. yeah. um, there's times where we want to be intimate and then, but it's like, I haven't provided that like words of affirmation or that, like that one-on-one time. So it's, it's just, it's harder to get into that, that mode, you know, and mm-hmm. you have to be, you have to, it's, it's work, right? You have to put the work mm-hmm. into it to like really make those two things come together. Mm-hmm. And I had to change also how, like, my perception of, of, like, my needs, if that makes sense. Like, I had to also be open to all types of love versus just, like, what I thought. Like, like I had to be okay with, okay, his sarcasm is love, right? right? Versus, like, being just shut down to that, like, no, that's not Mm -hmm. love. Well, that that is his love, you know, Mm -hmm. and who, you know, if he's trying, he's trying, you know. So I, I had to change that. And then also just... Being okay with receiving, um, receiving love, you know, like I would like, want it so much and like want those words. And then when he would give them, I'd be like, are you sure? Do you mean it? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Well, well, I don't know. Um, maybe I'm not, you know. And mm-hmm. so I had to like get out of my head and yeah. like put up, you know, my own, just self-worth. Like I had to be okay with my own body, with my own words, with his own words, like with all of that. And like that self-discovery i think has helped a lot because then he doesn't have to work so hard <laughs> no, no that, well that and it's like you know you're not getting that do you mean it i'm like well i said it didn't i <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah there's always that little i can i can relate to you jillian that little bit of doubt of like are you just saying this or you know how how true is this right now um yeah, yeah. sometimes it's hard to accept for sure yeah <laughs> it's it's exciting to hear like just the emotional intelligence you both have and that passing it along to your kids yeah. as well what a like, what a powerful thing to have as a child 
to be able to be able to witness the role models to do so and and have that going forward into their lives like that's such a cool thing to, to hear about kudos yeah, to you guys yeah thank you I appreciate yeah. well, it, it, well it, that just reminds me of something like our therapist always says is just like the reason why you're in therapy is because your parents weren't <laughs> Mm, yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, well, like, okay, so if we try to, you know, be better, then maybe we, you know, our kids will be better and they don't, they won't have to kind of go through what we're having to go through of just unpacking yeah, things yeah. that we just, you know, we didn't, but it's like not a dig at our parents or anything. It's just that, yeah, they didn't, you know, it could have been, they had their own problems. They didn't know they were trying to do the best they could at the time. So it's just, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're trying to just to kind of learn from them and be better. So, which yeah. is kind of what. That's the goal, right? That's That's the goal. goal. Each generation like strives to be better than their parents. And I would hope that for our kids too, that they want to be better than what we are or currently doing or will do. Well, and, and, and Nathan, back to your point, you know, as a kid with ADHD, you know, people, your, your parents got to hear others say, oh no, it's not a real thing. It's parenting, da, 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 right. So like they didn't have that. They didn't, they didn't have that provided to them also to say, hey, listen, maybe there's another way to look at this thing, mm. you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. See, and like, you know, just you saying that, it's, it just reminds me of something about, like, because when they were, like, we had a, because I was actually, because we had a soccer game yesterday, and I was talking to my mom a little bit about it, because, and it kind of came up, and I was just, because she said, yeah, like, you know, because like she'll randomly say things, and I'll just be like, the clue. That was just a clue, a huge clue right there of like, just, it just, not that she purposely ignored it, it just, it would just, Mm-hmm. didn't think about it is like she was like yeah because you know your grandfather is the same exact way mm-hmm. with like the, my stammer and the way you know we talk and our demeanor and like so it just made because well i haven't done a lot of research on this but whether or not adhd is hereditary or not but it usually tends to stay in the family so yeah. it's just like okay so it's been there for a while so mm-hmm. There's a grandfather who had some issues, and then you know now I'm having I'm showing those same things, and but yeah, it's it's interesting of just having to go through this opposed to being like a but you know getting back to what you were saying like uh, yeah but like back then like, I mean just like with my parents like you know there was that and uh, I think there might still be a huge you know stigma against it but there I mean I I couldn't tell you the number of times I heard from just other parents or just you know from my own parents or anything it's like you know the good diet you know like the prescription for ADHD is you know spanking mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's just they need discipline or you know it's this that or the other is like not give them Ritalin and just Ritalin them up so mm-hmm. yeah yeah for sure yeah we have better tools which yeah. I'm super yeah. grateful for I was curious if you had any relationship aha moments that you notice along the way that you wanted to share? I think, well, I got two things. It's like one, just kind of, uh, I wanted to caveat on the, like the, like on the love language thing on the other side of it, of, with the kids of like, you know, we talked about what their love language is for positivity, but you know, we also determine like between our kids is like the negative sides of it, of mm. like when it came to like discipline, because you know, right. with our first son, I mean, we, you know, you know, we tried, you know, different of one being spanking. It tended to work for him. Our daughter, whose love language is physical touch, right. we learned very quickly, That's like, not. we spanked her and it made it, it made whatever was happening mm-hmm. far worse. Mm-hmm. Like, to the point of, like, it was like, okay, we're, there, there's a, we got to do something different. 
And like at that point, we're like, okay, well, you know, what, we, like we're not here to debate the pros and cons of spanking works or not. But you know, we just decided at that point we're just like, okay, yeah, we we we, we got to try different tactics on this because obviously this isn't working, and we're kind of seeing some a few negative effects of where we spank Brian. But you know, it was just kind of like we had to find, but it like kind of forced us to find this different avenue of just doing them. What you know what we were how we were how you know it's like how we were disciplined versus like okay we need to find a different way because obviously this isn't working yeah so it's almost weaponizing her love language you know yeah yeah exactly and that's what and that's how they was like oh we're weaponizing yeah because like you know because we saw it with brian too because he's quality time well you send him to his room and be like well you go to your room and you sit in there by yourself Mm -hmm. he's like you know freaking yeah devastating and he's just like oh yeah oh that's why that we shouldn't do it that way and that's mm-hmm. why like you know a, d- a different form of discipline worked for him but the same discipline did not work for my daughters or our daughter so and that's why like there uh, there's so many different forms yeah and i'm glad because like we didn't know because we were both raised with like you get spanked you yeah. know and so we were young and we had children and we're like this is how you well, do this it this is how we were raised this is how um, you do it and so but I feel like we, kudos, I'm going to give us kudos that yeah. we were like, okay, we don't have to follow in these same pathways. Like we right. can try different paths and, um, and with our, our families, like we do get some looks, I'm not going to lie. Like we get yeah. looks and like still comments of, well, you just need to do blah, 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 mm-hmm. or whatever. And, and, I, and I feel, I'm like, no, you know, like, um, I just say no, I'm like no, or I ignore their comments, you know. Yeah. But um, but that's been challenging, like just putting up those boundaries because we live, you know, we live in the south, and we live like my my parents live straight. We share a driveway, you know. His parents live, live ten minutes away. Like they're big influences in our lives, yeah. and just realizing they don't have to be the the sole like monarchy, monarchy, right. patriarchy, like. Yeah. We don't have to follow. Like we can make up our own rules and step yep. away, um, and that just in itself has been empowering. And, it, and that only came in the like last year or so, like heavily. Mm-hmm. But it started though when we had kids and like realizing, okay, yeah. we're just talking to yeah. parents like y'all parented, yeah. right. and guess what? That's okay. Yeah, you know? I'm sure that made you guys grow together as a couple mm-hmm. too. Kind of feel like the same team. Yeah. And- yeah. Yeah, we've been like parent wise, like parenting, like I don't think there's ever been anything we haven't agreed on. Yeah. You know, I think we've been pretty I think that was our I mean we, we kinda established that as and just kinda growing just as we got you know, as to, as we 'cause we were married see what how many years let's see, let's see about three or four years before we had Brian. Mm-hmm. There's two. Okay, two. So we were married about two years before we had Brian. And so, but as we went into it, we were just like, okay, you know, if we're going to do this, we got to be a team. Like, mm-hmm. we're not going to have this me versus you, you versus me, like, because it's just not going to be healthy for him or it's not going to be healthy for any of our, you know, either child. But it's just like, because that was always my, one of my pet peeves of, of being like, hey, can I go do this? We'll go ask your dad. Okay. Can I, hey, dad, can mm-hmm. I go do this? We'll go ask your mom. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's just like they were, not that they were like trying to like make each other the villain, but it was like very, frustrating because you're like i need an answer can i go do this or not yeah. and they're like well <laughs> yeah. it's okay with your mom okay mom gonna do it. okay well if yeah. it's okay with your dad so it's just this right. back and forth constantly and i'm like yeah 
I just want an answer. <laughs> yeah. And then you get that like, no, you can't go do that. Well, I'm going to go ask mom. Yeah. Because yeah. obviously yeah. you guys don't see eye to and eye. And mom yeah. says, and then, and then it becomes mom versus dad, dad versus yeah. mom. And, and yeah. And just, it's just not healthy. So I was like, okay, so if, you know, because we'll be, we, we had, you know, are we going to have kids? I was like, well, if we're going to have kids, we need to be on the team. We're a team. You know, if there's any problems, we need to discuss it together. Mm-hmm. You know, dis- same thing with discipline, same thing with like, you know, we need to be on the same page when it comes to this, 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 and this. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and then it's just, you know, and with her parents, it was like, it's all about consistency. It, pick what you're going to do and then be consistent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I understood that from day one. Yeah. We can do an entire episode on on stand- differences between your parenting and your parents' parenting. Yeah. And like, yes. you know, just things. There's you, so much there. Yeah. Just that. that. There's a whole other episode of how I was parented versus how <laughs> she was parented. <laughs> right. Right. Because fun thing is like my parents are the same age or close to the same age as her, as her grandparents. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because her parents got started way or younger and they got started sooner than my parents. So yeah. it's um so I we kind of are running two different businesses. We've got the online and we got the in-person. Okay. Um and the uh, the online business that is where I am the on Instagram, I'm the Holistic Hormone Hippie, and then on Facebook, I'm just Jillian Ricks, but I am doing hormone, um, Holistic Hormone Health Coaching for women, and awesome. so the whole goal, getting rid of this idea that women um, are, like, created to experience a period as, like, this painful drudgery, mm-hmm. or to experience um, PMS from hell, which I call uh, the She-Hulk, right, mm-hmm. um, which actually does affect a lot of marriages because women, they they go into She-Hulk mode. They don't even realize they're in She-Hulk oh, mode. Totally. And then the husband or the partner or whoever is, like, trying to be there, and they're like, wow, you know, they're She-Hulk. And then the whole the relationship gets, um, up, you know, under upheaval for a whole, like, week into two weeks, depending on how often she hulk and how long she hulk stays around you know so the whole goal for me is to balance the hormones so the period one can be uh, perfect i call it a perfect period and that's perfect for the woman which is different right so you might bleed somewhere between three to five days which is that is normal and optimal right and that's our goal and then the cramping somewhere between like three hours to a day and that's yeah. it. So there's not like laying on the couch for a few days, not able to be a part of your family, right? Yeah. Being on the couch and not being able to go to work or, you know, even like enjoy work anymore or just, you know, it just takes a lot out of us when we feel like that. And yeah. then also to get rid of those She-Hulk symptoms um, that actually can that show up a week before we start our period and can sometimes go into the whole period cycle Mm-hmm. Um, and so then once all of that is bounced through hormones, right, then we don't have that, right? And then our life just floats through. We go from, you know, ovulation to menstruation and back again. And it's like this, you know, a wave, right? This little bob, you mm-hmm. know, like a little a little ducky on the ocean and you're bobbing around. You're going to have fluctuations in energy and mood and emotions, which is all normal. But that ducky doesn't ride the tidal wave, right? It doesn't go way down where you're She-Hulk or way up where you're like, you know, you know, you're, you're 
working yourself to death and you're um then you go into burnout mode right Mm -hmm. so like there's that even kill and that's what what my goal is to help women find and then through that they get you know their 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 partners their relationships their careers all of that is maintained and more in a balance and it helps their libido like it helps overall health uh, tremendously and then it and then it allows for like ideas of setting up boundaries and like having self-care and like taking care of their body like all of that wrapped up into into one program and um, i call that program um primrose period perfection and um and it's a group coaching program and it, it it's on it's running now and it will continue because that is that's my goal is to really help women um nice. with that, so needed. All of that. yeah that's amazing so needed for sure yeah awesome Thank you. Well, gosh, it's been so great talking yeah. to you guys. It yeah. went by way too fast. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You guys are welcome back anytime. We can talk oh, about so- all kinds of stuff. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Hey, everyone. We hope you got something out of today's episode. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Love After Lullabies. And if you and your partner are interested in being in the show, we'd love to have you. Email us at loveafterlullabies at gmail.com. And also, we would really appreciate a like, subscribe, and even a share would be amazing. Mm. Oh, there's so many ears. <laughs> Ha, <laughs>